Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to uh, the Times Podcast. A rare Tuesday episode of the Times Podcast. Is this one is late because we? I, I'm joined by John um, to discuss the Royal Rumble 2022, um, and obviously we wanted to wait for Raw to be a thing so that we could, you know, kind of finalise predictions a little bit and that sort of stuff in case any new matches were announced. But that that wasn't the case. So indeed. Uh, but yes, how, how are you, John? Obviously, we've recorded the second anniversary podcast that should be out next week. So, uh... yes, yes, I believe this is the um, I believe this is the first in a in a John Cook triple header. Over the week. Are we not doing Kinder the week after? We are indeed. Well, we could technically call it a quadruple header if you like, because then we the review video up on the YouTube channel as well. So if you want to come, ah, yes, I I always consider the uh, the chaps on the podcast who don't get that. There we go. There we go. So it is a triple header. And if you're on the YouTube, it will be a quadruple. Is a quadruple header a thing? A quad header? I, I, I don't know. There we go. I don't know. That's um, not a phrase I've heard very often. No, not, not, not very often. But it is rumble season. It's time where any wrestling fan, whether you're watching WWE regularly or whether you're kind of a casual viewer, gets excited once again. Because I think, not unanimously, but 60% of wrestling fans, the Royal Rumble is their favourite show of the year in terms of just, you know, excitement. You don't really know what's going to happen. Um, and, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's generally quite unpredictable. There's nothing else like it. Um, I think it's particularly unpredictable this year. We'll, we'll, we'll get to see about that. But, um, but, yeah, I think for a lot of people, this is the highlight of the year. You know, WWE always big up WrestleMania, but... I think for most people, this is their favourite night of the wrestling calendar because it's where it all gets started. It's where WrestleMania starts to take shape. And yeah, it's just spectacular, isn't it? Absolutely. I mean, this is a bigger year for the Rumble because this will be our first Rumble in two years. We'll have a crowd. Oh, I suppose 2021 was anyone without a crowd. So last year we didn't have a crowd uh, for the Rumble. So this is actually the return of the crowd for the Rumble, which is exciting as well. Because something felt missing last year that with it with it being in the Dome. Even though, obviously, the Dome was a good look and it, it worked, but there's something missing about not having that crowd doing the countdown. Yeah, it'll be good to have it back in front of a crowd. Absolutely. And there could be anybody winning, obviously, now, especially with the two Rumbles that we have. But also, John, let's talk about this card overall. A, like a decent few matches on it. Like even the non Rumble matches are quite exciting on paper. Yeah, it's pretty solid. I mean, I mean, that is usually the case for a Rumble. You know, you, you will normally get some decent title matches in there as well, because obviously that adds a little bit to the unpredictableness of the Rumble, because you could always have a situation where a champion loses their belt and then enters the rumble or where a challenger is defeated and then enters the rumble. Yeah. So it, it always leaves things a little bit open up in the air, to be honest, if you've got, um, if you've got some title matches on there and yeah, it's a pretty solid card actually. It, it's, uh, it's, um, it's, it's making me anticipate it. Absolutely. And especially with the uh, sort of allure of this, what they're calling the so-called Forbidden Door this year, with obviously Mickey James coming from Impact uh, over. There's also rumours of someone in the Men's Rumble coming from another company coming over into that. You know, it makes it exciting because you now you genuinely don't know who can turn up. I mean, they've announced Mickey James, but anybody from anywhere in the wrestling world could show up on this card. Within, few. I mean, I mean, within reason. Yeah. yeah I mean, there's... There's quite a few people that you can still quite categorically say 
aren't going to turn up. Um, I've been, I've been saying, yeah, I'm, 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 been, I'm, I'm sorry, been, to, sorry to break your heart, but CM Punk isn't. No, it's not, it's, it's, it's um, not, you know, and, and there's probably a few guys that have burnt their bridges that aren't going to be, you know, you're not going to see Moxley in this year's Rumble, but there, there, there might be some people turning up. Yeah, I mean, I'd say. I'd say out of the big AEW guys, the one that I, if you wanted to go for like one of the big ones, uh, we'll get it out of the way because I don't think it's going to happen. But if you want to talk about, you know, the, you know, just an imaginary booking, I think Brian Danielson, Daniel Bryan could be the only one of like the big, big AEW stars that hasn't obviously, he seems quite still kind of happy with Vince and WWE. Didn't seem yeah, too he's bothered. Good, he's still got a good working relationship with them, but I mean, how good would it? How good would it be if it's somebody that's never been in WWE? MJF. Um, like, well, I mean, no, I mean, I, I, you know, I'm thinking someone like a Darby Allen. Darby Allen would be great. Oh, 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 that'd be sick. I, mean, I just want to say MJF. It's just not, it's not going to happen, but it's no, it, it's not it, it'd be great. If it did. Yeah, absolutely. I'd also like to see some NXT UK stars, NXT stars, maybe the newly named Gunther, will come into the Rumble, which is I hate that. Don't change what his name to Gunther. Why, Vince? His name was perfect, and you've just made it more stereotypical for no reason. I mean, uh, oh god, it's just another nail in the coffin of NXT and NXT UK, isn't it? It's it's yeah. it's um they for some reason they seem to be wanting to kill it. Yeah, I think it's, I think that the sad thing is is that Vince doesn't realise that what he's doing. By doing all this is slowly giving it the, the slow death. Um, but you know, that's Vince McMahon for you. Um, but overall, man, like we're saying, really good card. So the build up has been decent. I haven't been watching full shows, I've been doing a bit of full shows, a bit of YouTube clips, but I've been keeping in touch. Overall, seems really seems pretty decent this time around. The feuds are interesting. The fact that we've sort of got you know. The title feuds, but even then, your interfeud between Brock and Roman still sort of still simmering under the surface, even going into the still. Yeah. It's a really exciting time. It's a bizarre one because obviously we're not where they kind of planned us to be. You, you know, because obviously day one happened the way it happened. It, it was never supposed to be Brock in no. um, the WWE title match. And it, it's just kind of. Um, worked out that way i guess yep. but, um yeah it, it's an interesting one because it it it'll be interesting to see whether they carry on down this path now or whether they actually pull back and go back to what the original plan was before roman got covid yeah um personally i think that they're now likely to sort of carry on as, as they've set off um but it will be interesting as you know this is their first opportunity really to pull back from Pull, pull back from where they are and get back onto the original track if you like absolutely and I think a rule is that I've said this to you I think at day one it's surprising when WWE have plans when they're put on the back foot they actually are more exciting than the original plans going forward I mean that day one match although whether people agree with how big he lost the title how, what have you that match was exciting was it only like eight to ten minutes yes but those eight to ten minutes were brutal they were interesting you didn't yeah. know who was going to win what was going to happen and yeah. when Brock got the W you were just like holy shit you know how did this happen so, I think it says. I think it says a lot about decision making in the company when the contingency plans that they have to come up with 
are better than what they actually want to do. Yeah, exactly. And I, I oh, fingers crossed they give us some good winners in the Rumble this year. But Jono, let's get into the cards. Uh, like I said, it's very small cards. The podcast went too long in, in essence. But let's talk about the one match that isn't for any titles or for any kind of pomp or circumstance. It is going to be a mixed tag team match with The Miz and Maurice taking on Edge and the returning Beth Phoenix. In a feud that, if it was on any other cards, I think would be a much more anticipated match. On this card, though, not definitely against the match, it's still going to be exciting, but I think it is probably maybe the, the least anticipated. It, but that shows the strength of the card. I'd agree. Um, I don't think it's necessarily the end of the feud. Um, you know, I, I think that this is this is one that could rumble on until Mania, um, depending what happens elsewhere. But yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd agree that um, this probably is the least anticipated. That said, the promos for it have still been pretty good, actually. Yeah. You know, Miz, Miz knows how to work a mic. Um, Edge obviously knows how to work a mic. They've got some good chemistry working together. Um, getting the wives involved has, uh, has spiced it up a little bit. You know, it, it, it's, um, yeah, I think it's a really good angle. Yeah, me too. I think it's also really nice for Edge to sort of because the issue is, is that obviously when Edge came back, they kept putting him in tight opportunities. He just kept like losing. Um, so it's nice for him something to have a big pay per view match that isn't a full on title match. Obviously, he had the the one at day one as well. I, I believe it was at day one. My my memory's hazy, but you know I'm happy now they're putting Edge in these high you know high matches of importance, but not title matches because if you're not going to put the title on him, he just keeps losing. You're going to lose the allure of Edge. So it's nice to see yeah. that he's actually going to be in this. Uh, seeing Beth Phoenix returns well. Beth Beth can still go, and she's brilliant, and I'm excited to see what she can do. And to actually see those two tag together will be will be lovely. I'm sure. Yeah, it'd be great. Yeah, it'd be really good to see. But as I say, you know, I, I think I don't think it's the end we'll see of the feud. So I think we could see um I think we could see a Miz and Maurice win here. Me too. Um, you know, in the in the sort of first of a couple of two or three chapters in this in this feud. Um, but yeah, I, I think it'll be entertaining to watch. It'll be it, there's some good chemistry there. It was it's a good dynamic going into the match and um yep. I'm really interested to see uh, see what comes of it. Absolutely. Um, I do think, like you said, I do see a Ms. Maurice win here. I think, I don't think it will be a clean win by any means. I think there will be some shenanigans going on. Um, but I do think that it will be the big win at, at Mania. I do see them doing the, the same tag team match, maybe like a no holds barred or tornado version. So not that the men and women will, you know, attack each other. WWE won't, won't do that. But the fact that you could maybe get, you know, Beth hitting Maurice with some weapons or vice versa and Edge and Miz attacking each other, that sort of thing. You know, you might see Beth chin Miz. But yeah. um, I think that's yeah. about as far as it would go. The, the, only, the only woman that takes bumps in WWE for men is Stephanie Man. Or in a rumble match, sometimes you get someone get takes a bump and gets over the top rope. Um, however, yeah, I think overall, this one, like I said, like you said, it's a chapter in a longer story. I don't see this being the end, and I, you know, I see it be, kind of being not not yeah. not boring, but it means, but a typical kind of step in the longer story that they're going to be telling here. Yeah, yeah, it will be a standard sort of chapter one match, if you like, where the bad guys get the upper hand. 
exactly. I can't, I can't agree, with, I can't agree with you more on that one. I think overall, I'm happy with them continuing this because, like you said, the promos have been dynamite. You get Edge, you get Miz on a microphone, even Beth and Maurice, you're gonna have fireworks. So uh, to have more of that and build it up and even go into Mania in a few months' time would be nice. I just there's one thing I wanted to stop doing, and that's just randomly injuring Edge for a couple of months to just write him off TV. Just make him disappear. Stop doing really dangerous injury angles because it's very scary. The man, the man, stop wrestling. Another keep going. Oh, his neck might be gone forever, and then he comes back. Stop doing that, please. It's yeah, very scary. but at the same time, you know that if it was serious, you'd know about it. Yeah, I know, I know. It's just I I I just don't want them to keep going to the reason Ed just got to take months off at a time is because neck, um, you know, um, but that's that's just me personally. I just think it really disrupts the feud if you do it that way for the Miz to go. All right, I'll feud with you for a month and then Ed will come back and cost him that match and you kickstart that again. But yeah, because I think Miz and Marie will win this one. I do see Edge disappearing for a little bit until maybe Mania. However, I think Elimination Chamber is coming up in Saudi Arabia, so who knows? Maybe Edge will be there as well because Saudi money. Now, John, we do have three title matches on the card. First of, you, first of all, I'm going to go to possibly the one which is, I'm going to go with is going to be the fastest of our three, which can be Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley. Uh, a match I'm very excited for. Um, Brock Lesnar, no matter what your criticisms of him, I think he's exciting. I always have. I think any match he's in, you you know, I think he's I think he's always, especially with this new kind of character dyna- dynamic he's got now, where we're seeing kind of baby-faced, cocky Lesnar, but also him getting on the microphone as well. That's different. That's new. I like that from him. I think it's much different than Paul Heyman doing his shtick with Brock Lesnar just st- danced around in the background for a bit. In fact, we're seeing the personality of Lesnar. Um, and like you say, John, I don't see this Heyman and Lesnar thing lasting too long. I still see this as another step towards Roman Brock at Mania. Yeah, I mean, this is an odd one because it, it kind of, it feels strange to say it about, like, what is essentially the second biggest show of the year. But this actually feels like slightly too big a match for the Royal Rumble. I, you know, this is a Mania-quality match that, 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 that we're getting here. Uh, two big hitters. It's not going to last long. No. Nope. Um, but... I think it could be um, it could be interesting um, because you know it's kind of are they going to continue this feud after this? If not, you know, and Brock does turn towards Roman, um, then how do they resolve this? You know, I'm I'm. It's a tricky one. It is a tricky one. And obviously with Elimination Chamber being in Saudi and being our next pay-per-view, you do wonder if it will be a situation where Lashley will be about to win the match uh, and our dear old friend Bill will come out and uh, cost him it. Oh, Oh, no. Bill... No, Bill, please. Don't, you've done, oh, no, that's going to happen as well, isn't it? Bill. I mean, there's, uh, there's unfinished not... business there, isn't there? But nobody wants to see the business. But nobody's wanted to see the business for years, and yet we still <laughs> get it rolled out every time they go to Saudi. <laughs> oh, 
the best thing about that feud in Saudi was when Bobby beat up his child. And that's really yeah. horrible to say, but that was the best. <laughs> that's why we're going to see more of it. Because he has to take revenge for, for Bobby beating up a child that the entire crowd <laughs> cheered. And that was even the, I think, was it a Saudi crowd that cheered that as well? Was it? Yeah. Well, the Saudi crowd, everybody at home. We're, we're all cheering on a grown a, a, a grown man getting a child in quite a dangerous chokehold. Yeah, exactly. It's it's a it's a bizarre one. But overall, I'm gonna go. I, I'm I'm gonna go Brock for the win here. I don't yeah, know how. Same. I don't know how they're gonna do the Roman Brock in a match whether it be a title unification thing or whether it would be who wins takes both titles. I could see that being the case. Or one of them losing it at Chamber. I just don't see Brock losing it here. Yeah, I can't see it being title versus title because obviously you've got the situation where you've got, you know, your two different bands, brands on different networks. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think that the, each network would have, would want to have their own champion. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but, you know, there's still plenty of mileage to get things back on track for. Brock versus Roman, if that's what they choose to go with. Um, yeah. yeah there's, there's still stuff that could happen at Elimination Chamber. One of them could drop the belt. Yeah, it's a trick. It's an interesting... I mean, for me, I hope it's Brock. I want Roman to at least last till Mania. I think his run has been, you know... Mm. Well, it's been, it's been like almost two years now, isn't it? Um, if we go to SummerSlam, it will be coming up to... To two years um and it doesn't feel like that which it's is the market it's been 512 days and to be fair it's the mark of a good champion because it doesn't feel like that speaking they said, of they said, they said 509 days on, on, on friday at smackdown so it's we're, we're four days on from there now so it's 513 days yes uh we'll next go to there you go that's how maths works kids yeah i don't know Shut up. <laughs> no, no, we, we don't. I'm, I'm saying people sometimes say that you don't learn anything listening to these shows. There you go, John, to sweet you some maths. <laughs> what told you? 509 plus 4 is 513. <laughs> there we go. Hey. There you go. Yeah, That's I, what I, we need to. I guess so. Next, in, in another thing, we talked about Gunther earlier. Let's talk about more stupid names. In the Royal Women's Championship match, Becky Lynch will defend her women's championship or Raw Women's Championship, sorry, against Dewdrop, who I really like as a wrestler, but the name I cannot take seriously. Viper, as she was called before this, yeah, was really cool. It's hardly a name to instill fear into the soul of your opponent, is it? Dewdrop. Yeah. Um I mean, this is interesting because obviously, you know, they've kind of gone with the angle of this of, well, there was a triple threat match for number one contender. Becky essentially fixed it so that Dewdrop would win it, thinking that she'd get the easy match. And now they're kind of like, well, has she bitten off more than she can chew sort of thing? Yeah, it's. I like I like what they've gone for here. You know, Becky, I'd be, I still don't really know how to feel about the heel turn going back at SummerSlam. I thought it was a wrong move then. Obviously, they've stuck with it this time, um, you know, 
I thought Becky Lynch was kind of similar to that Daniel Bryan character that you'd have to turn a heel for a really good reason, not just cockiness. But that's what they've gone for. I enjoyed Becky as a wrestler. So going into this, I see Becky winning. I think this is the easiest match to predict on the whole card. Oh, yeah, this is this is, this is a Becky win um, all day. I think in terms of the heel turn, um, I'm quite liking it. I, 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 I'm quite liking it because I kind of like where I think they're going. You know, I kind of like where I think they're going with it, and and so I think it it it's something that will give us some decent matches down the line. Yeah, and I I think overall there, I think the issue is I think it's more WWE's roster depth after they've you know stupidly got rid of so many brilliant talent that she's running out of good, good like babyface wrestlers to face. Um, you know, um, so, but yeah, I think Becky with the win here, hopefully Dewdrop does get a good showing though, because I think overall, uh, Piper Niven, as she is, is called, uh, is a really good wrestler and she deserves to eventually get to the level of being in a championship match. However, being Alexa Bliss's lackey and all that, don't know, even Ree's lackey, even sorry, just hindered her. And unfortunately coming to this, you know, coming as a name with Dewdrop. Is 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 it really hindered her? So even when people look at this card, they go, "Huh? Well, actually, you look at the size of Dewdrop and the the you know the power she possesses. You should be really hyped for this match." But actually, yeah, WWE have not served the character very well at all. Yeah, they've not. I mean, you know, this is this is one that they've cut, they've only really kind of set up a couple of weeks ago. You know, so it it's it's um it's not been a long term thing, but I think it will be a decent enough match. I think. Dewdrop will get some offence in, uh, but Becky's taking it, and she's yeah. you know she she may she may well take it sneaky. She may well go for the ropes again. You know, kind of previously. Yeah, that's the wonder of uh, that's the wonder of uh, you know wrestling and that sort. Well, like, well, like, I mean, like she tried to do it day uh, day one with day Liv one, and yeah, botched, and botched it. <laughs> yeah, which didn't make Liv look particularly great, but it happens in wrestling. It happens. Um, speaking of which, this is actually, I know obviously we will get high except for Rumbles, but this next match is my most anticipated match on the entire card, more than both Rumbles. It is the Universal title match between Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins. Ho ho ho, am I excited for this? Because both of them are assholes. And I like that. I like a match where you sort of don't like either of them, but at the same time want to just see them kick the shit out of each other. I mean, I mean, you say that. I think most people are going to be pulling for Roman here. Yeah, because uh, I mean, Seth's slightly better at being an asshole, and you know, with Roman at the moment, yes, he's a heel, but he is so good at what he's doing at the moment. I think a lot of knowledgeable fans just respect that. Yeah, you know. Um, and, and so I, I think, yeah, this 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 is an interesting one, and it's it's going to be a very good match. Oh, yeah, there's, there's, there's no doubt about that. So you know, obviously, obviously the guys are used to working together. They've got a very good chemistry. Um, you know, I think that Roman's taken it, but of the three title matches we've got it's probably the one that I'm most unsure about because I can see where they could go with Seth winning it um, but yeah I think Roman's probably still taking this 
Yeah, I have to agree with you. Um, it's one of those where um, I don't see the Roman train ending anytime soon. I think Seth is brilliant, like he says. I even like he's a fake, but he's a great heel. Mm. Um, I, for me, I think, like you said, they're going to pull for Roman. Everyone wants Roman to win, but I like the fact that they've literally... It's rare that we do this, and they stick to their guns, and they go, right, we've got two brilliant heel characters that also don't like each other. I don't, I don't always enjoy when WWE randomly put two heels together that just get on. You know, even though they've had previous beef, so the fact they've stuck to their guns here and they've gone there, these are two bad guys that also just don't like each other, and that's the feud. They're not. There's not a good member of the shield versus the bad member of the shield. They're going to fight each other, and one of them's the honourable yeah. one. No, these guys have both gone down dark paths, and now we're just going to see them batter each other. Yeah. You know, I really hope this time. I know they probably won't. I hope they tone down the USO Heyman interference. It's like these two kind of go and have this. I mean, they're certainly going to tone down the Heyman interference. You know, but I so I don't think they might. I don't think they will. I still think there'll be some follow over from that. You, you, you still think we'll get Heyman interference? Yeah, or Brock, or you know that sort of. Yeah, possibly. You know, you know those sorts of things. I really hope they just kind of turn us down. Let at least the match end clean before you get the Brock stuff or the the Heyman stuff or the Uso stuff. You know, I don't. I, mean, I, I know I, it's. I, a, I think if we do, if we do get Brock Heyman interference, then. I think he's losing the belt. Yeah. Unless Brock loses the belt earlier on and Roman wins this match and then Brock comes out and goes, actually, I want your belt now. Sorry. Um, yeah, which I would hate. But yeah, I'm not, so, I'm not so sure about that. I think if, it, if it's going to go one way or the other, I think this is the way it's going to go. Yeah. I, I can't see Brock losing to Lashley. I can see how Roman would lose to Seth. I mean, yeah. obviously, what what you have to factor into all of this anyway is the fact that who's going to win the Rumble? Exactly. It's going to be an what, interesting... Which is why, essentially, I don't think we're going to get title versus title with Mania. Otherwise, you got... otherwise, otherwise, that makes the Rumble absolutely pointless. Fair point. Yeah, yeah you're right. <laughs> you're very much right. So one, um, one, one, of, one of them's got to lose. One of them's got to lose, and who uh, it would it be? I don't know. I'm going to disagree with you here, respectfully disagree. I'm going to say I feel Brock has more of a chance of losing on this card than Roman does, but uh, I could be wrong. And the fact they're making note of numbers as well could lean in your favor now that they're bringing up the numbers each week. Maybe that could lean into it uh, to the fact that Roman could lose here, and they could be like, "It was champion for this long," and he'll bitch and moan. But mm. I don't know, man. I don't, I just I'm excited for this match. It's like it's a, it's a dream I know won't happen. I wish they just let them go. But obviously, the wrestling yeah. at the end of the day is a storytelling thing. It's not a real sport. The story has to take precedent yeah. over the, you know. Yeah, I mean, I've always said that. Um... I've always said that the whole thing would be that with the Roman title reign is that Vince wanted him to surpass CM Punk's modern record. He's now done that. He can now lose the belt. Um, the interesting thing is obviously for money's reasons, they're going to want to keep him on SmackDown. Yeah. If he loses the belt and challenges Brock at Mania, I don't see him beating Brock. Because they're going to um, want to keep him on SmackDown. Nice. Yeah, I see obviously, if he wins, if he beats Brock at Mania, he would 
flip over to yeah. Raw. Yeah. It's an interesting one. This is, is it? It's that's what I like, John. I like the fact that we come up like I think last year it was very obvious where a lot of things were going and what was going to happen and all mm. that sort of stuff. So it's nice yeah. that this year we can genuinely go, we don't know what's going to happen. We just hope it's not Goldberg. <laughs> that, that's essentially our message for this podcast. I mean, we, I mean, this is another reason why I don't want Bobby Lashley to to to, to beat Brock. Yeah. Because, you know, if, if Bobby Lashley beats Brock, then we all fucking know who's coming out at number 30. Oh, God. Don't ruin the rumble. Papa Shango. No, I'm Papa. <laughs> it's Nicholas, former Raw Tag Team Champion with Braun Strowman. Yeah, he'd be, um, about, he'd be about 16 now. He'd, he'd, he'd be, yeah, he could do he'd, it. He'd be just about the right age for Bobby Lashley to put him in a hurt lock. Oh, fuck. <laughs> no. But it's wonderful. Sean Michael, it's Shawn Michaels' tag team partner from whichever pay-per-view it was. God. It's, I think it was Backlash, but I can't tell you what year it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, right, let's get into one of our uh, two uh, co-main events, as it were. We'll go with the women's match first, because I think this one is the... There's more players that have been announced here than the men's, uh, I think. I think this so, is also slightly easier to call. Yeah, so there's been 21 women announced. Do you want me to quickly run through them, John? I'll go for it. That'd be fun. So there's Bianca Belair, Liv Morgan, Charlotte Flair, Naomi, Rhea Ripley, Nikki, A.S.H., Bria, Nikki Bella, Carmella, Selena Vega, Lita, Michelle McCall, Kelly, Kelly, Dana Brooke, Natalia, Mickey James, Tamina, Shayna Baszler, Summer Rae, Aaliyah, and Shotzi. So isn't Charlotte still the SmackDown champion? I believe so. And yeah, she's in the Rumble. And I, do you know what? It's almost because they probably fired most of their fucking roster. Um, I mean, it speaks volumes that you have to actually think to go, is Charlotte still the SmackDown champion? Yeah. But, um, but yeah, it is. Um, yeah, this is, um, overall, I don't know how I feel about how they've done the Rumbles this year, mate. I understand why they've announced people to come back. I'm personally more a fan of if you don't know. I understand why they do it to try to hopefully get more network or peacock buys or however it works yeah. in the States now. But I'm always much more a fan of if you don't know. And I think personally, the Rumble and Mania and even SummerSlam, as it were, those are concepts that will sell themselves. I don't think you, especially if you've got Lesnar on the card, Rome on the card, you don't need to do this. I think it has been the likes of Lita. Uh, even Michelle McCall, I thought was a cool one. Mickey James would have been an absolute fucking sick surprise if, she, yeah. you know, and they've ruined it. Um, you know, there are still nine slots left. Who those people will be? There could be some cool ones in there. I'm not saying there can't be, but um, I just, I mean, I'd, I'd be surprised if Alexa Bliss isn't one of them. Yes, me too. Um, now, when I'd, I'd, hmm. I'd maybe be a little surprised if Beth Phoenix isn't one of them. Or, or or even um, Maurice. It could be either of the two. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Beth, well, they could both come out. They could both come out, indeed. It wouldn't. They're both there. Yeah, exactly. Um, I wouldn't surprise me if you see some NXT stars. Maybe like a Casey Catanzaro. She's really cool in NXT. This was uh, even a Mandy Rose coming back up. Um, that would be a nice touch. Um, you know, yes, John, John would be a fan. 
Uh, even if they're talking about the Forbidden Door and Impact, there'd be a Peyton Royce or Billy Kate. It won't happen, but it'd be lovely. Um, you know, don't, those... don't even tease me with that. <laughs> Iconic. I, 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 I will never forgive them for letting Peyton go. Never forgive them. Either, either, even, even just breaking her, her and Billy up in WWE in the first place was a silly mistake because they're dynamite yeah, together. Never, yeah, I mean they were doing all right as singles to be honest. Billy, Billy had a great gimmick going, and then they just puff. Gone. Yeah. Never just, forgive them for letting Peyton go. No, it's ridiculous. Travesty. Absolute travesty. But John, I'm in two. I've got two people on my mind here for this one. Okay. And one of them has been announced, one of them hasn't been announced. Okay. So I'm going to go, I don't know if you agree, I'm going to go with two, my one pick that has been announced is Liv Morgan, and my other pick is the one that you mentioned, Alexa Bliss. Those are the two that, in my mind, I could see potential Rumble winners here. I tend to agree. Um, I would also maybe throw Bianca Belair in there. Mm-hmm. Um, as a potential sort of back-to-back Rumble winner. I mean, you look at the other main players, you know, you've got Rhea and Nikki. They're quite clearly going on a bit of a feud against each other. Yeah. You know, so that that will kind of rule those two out. But, yeah, I think Liv, Alexa, Bianca are probably your main three. I've um, got... in terms In terms of which one wins it, um, coin. I'm sticking sorry, with I'm my sure. um, Alexa. Don't even know. Uh, yeah, don't say it again. Um, I'm sticking with my initial initial pick of uh, Liv. Yeah, I think I, think I, I, I picked Liv, Liv some time ago. Um, I'm sticking with it. I hope, I hope she does get it as well. Um, yeah, oh, yeah, I could see Liv doing it. Alexa Bliss, I d- if. If Alexa is in it, this is my rule. If Alexa appears, she's winning. Stop it. setting off my Alexa. Sorry. Okay. If Bliss is in it, Bliss is winning it. I think if we see Bliss at any point come out in the Rumble, especially if it's in the back half, I don't see them with this new gimmick that they're rebuilding, supposedly. I don't see her losing. Mm. But if Bliss doesn't appear, if it's not Liv Morgan, if it's on like no offense to her, to her, but like Selena Vega, for example, who's brilliant, but Liv Morgan just kind of not on the same level, but it feels like that Daniel Bryan character. You know, people really want to see her succeed, really get that belt, really she's get that paid, W. She's paid her due. She's put the effort in. You know, yeah. she's done, she's done every gimmick they've given her, and people just want to see her get rewarded. It's like the Daniel Bryan thing. It's like the Kofi Kingston thing. People want, you know, there's a bit of a zeitgeist behind her, and people want to see her do well. She's a very likable character, yeah. um, and obviously she's very watchable. Yeah, absolutely. Especially nowadays, she's really improved in the ring and on the mic. Uh, because obviously when when she was in the riot squad a few years ago, I think she was the kind of the one that fed to the background more than the yeah. other two. Yeah, she's very much time, Ruby and Sarah. And now she, you know, she can stand on her own. She had a really good back and forth with Becky. Um, I'm also gonna ponder something to you, John. I don't really know the the validity of this or how it works or the injury timing. All I know is, is that somebody's not been around for a while, and now could be the wonderful time to bring them back, and that is Oscar. Um, she's still on the books. She's not been released. She's not been about. I don't know if she's injured. I don't know the ins and outs, but could be could be a good time to bring her back. Um, I thought you were going to throw Bailey out there. 
Bailey would be another one. I don't again Bailey, someone like Bailey yeah, or that. I'm not sure on the injury timing, but yeah, Bailey would be another one. Yeah. Those would be two big hitters. I I mean Asuka, I think, is somebody that WWE are so lucky to have and consistently screw up using. Yeah. It's like yeah. yeah, you know, I really hope Charlotte Flair doesn't win, by the way. I mean, she's somebody who has done that thing of transcending the language barrier very well. You know, I think with a lot of less talented performers, not speaking English would hold her back. Yeah. Um, But it doesn't. No. Yeah, the fans really like her. And I think overall it's a testament to to how cool she is if WWE just let let her do her thing. Yeah, Um, yeah, I, I just, I can't. I can't see it being anybody else but live on the announced roster. I mean, John, if you want to talk about some of our surprises, Trish Stratus supposedly retired, but we know in wrestling, Rumbles can always bring the allure back. I just want to see Trish and Lita in the Rumble because every time they've been in the same Rumble, they've never interacted. And I always, I don't understand why you wouldn't jump that gun. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get you. It just, I mean, it could be a little bit orcs. I mean, it's going to be. I mean, it's. Gonna, I mean, could you imagine how orcs it would be if Beth and Leah were in the ring together? Yeah, that, that, that's a fair. That's a fair point. That is a fair point. You've, you've, you've just said a fair point there. But yeah, overall, I think there is a good four to five women. A couple of which have been announced have a chance of winning overall. Yeah. Just please, WWE, do not make it Charlotte Flair. Please, please get rid of her. Ten, like Santino, just bin her off as soon as she's in the ring. Just be like, no, bye-bye. He wasn't ready, and neither will she. I mean, they're not going to do that. <laughs> they're not, because it's no, Charlotte she, she, Flair. She'll put in a strong showing either way, because it's Charlotte Flair. Absolutely. Um, I would also wouldn't be surprised if uh, Sasha Banks is in the match either. Mm. I, don't think she, I don't think she's injured. I don't know what she's doing. Um, but it wouldn't surprise me if you get well, one of those guys, I mean, Bailey, I, Sasha I, Banks, I, or Oscar. I, I mean, I'd like to see that. I love Sasha to pitch. Everybody, I think, I think, like, like, live now. Everyone loves Sasha. I think if it was like everyone's just want, wanted to see all of those guys back. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, let's talk about the men's rumble match. I'll quickly do the same I did last time, John. I'll quickly run through all of the names that are announced, and that is Omos, okay. Randy Orton. Omos, Randy Orton, Riddle, Otis and Chad Gable, Ziggler, Rude, Owens, Biggie, AJ Styles, Damian Priest, Johnny Knoxville, Sami Zayn, Kingston, Corbin, Moss, Sheamus, Angelo Dawkins, Montez Ford, Rey Mysterio, Dominic Mysterio and Austin Theory. That's our announced list. What do you reckon? I was just reading uh, who was announced and how many numbers we got left. Um, out of those, I don't see... I'll be, I'll be honest, I've got a winner and they're not on that list. Uh, me too. Uh, we've probably <laughs> got the same person. I'm thinking Drew McIntyre. Okay, we're not thinking the same person. No. Okay, I'm thinking Finn Balor. Okay. Um, I can see how that Yep. Um, I'm gonna go. I think Finn for me again, another person sort of like Lib Morgan. He's done everything they sort of thrown at him. He went back to NXT for a bit, helped the company out, did that role really well. And comes up to the main roster, and just Vince seems to just drop him 
And I don't understand why, because he's so talented. He is mm. fundamentally brilliant as a wrestler. Yeah. And he deserves... And he, obviously, he got that run back in 2016 at the start with the Universal title and got injured the first night of the, you know having the belt. He, he deserves that one run as the main champ on top. Uh, overall, I think there's a massive markability to him with the Demon, which WWE almost ruined against Roman Reigns, or did ruin, considering he slips off the top ropes and gets speared and loses, um, which the Demon just wouldn't do. But um, but yeah, I think overall, Finn, Finn, Finn's a good shout. That's not a bad shout. That's not a bad shout. I mean, I'd be, I'd be more confident in Drew um, pretty much for what you've just said, the fact that Vince and WWE seem to have a lot of faith in Drew and they don't seem to have, for whatever reason, I don't understand it either, they don't seem to have a lot of faith in Finn. Yeah, it is, it's a um, bizarre one. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong, I would love to see Balo in that, but you just get the impression that WWE don't like him. Yeah, it's a bizarre one, isn't it? it it's a real bizarre one. And then, no, it's not Gold Dust. No, Gold Dust won't be appearing in the Rumble. Um, but, but let's quickly talk about the names here that we got. Out of the names we got announced, the only people I can see possibly having a chance of winning Randy Orton for the seventh, eighth time, Kevin Owens, maybe, Big E, AJ Styles, but all these, Austin Theory, perhaps, he's been going a bit wrong. All these seem hollow. Of those that are on there, I think KO is maybe the one. Yeah. Um, obviously, it's 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 weird because we're not. It kind of depends what the title picture is going to be. Yeah. No, so if you if you take into account that we're probably looking at Brock versus Roman. Um, and you look at say Seth being a potential champion, yeah. Then actually, Seth versus Drew would work. Seth versus KO would work because they've been working together quite well recently. Oh, I mean, yeah, I can um, agree with you. In spite of KO, in spite of KO having a bit of a heel turn, people are still quite behind him. You know, still, still quite like him. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see what way they go with that. Yeah, I, I I'd agree. Um, overall, um, in terms of other predictions for the match, uh, Omos will be a dominant beast, I'm sure. Um, Johnny Knoxville will eliminate Sami Zayn because movie. I think isn't there a new jackass out? Isn't that the whole reason he's doing this? Um, Probably, I'm sure yeah. that I'm sure the jackass guys could get involved as well and perhaps distract Sammy and Sammy will do it. He's been teasing all these stunts that he's been doing. I'm sure he might take a gnarly bump or fall into something or something, you know. Yeah. But uh, I don't know, man. I just this uh, is an, interesting. A, a, a gnarly bump. Yeah. Um, the, the, the mid nineties just called them on the word back. <laughs> hey. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why I said that. I got up and stared at me and said, how dare you be nasty to Alex? Yeah, <laughs> Scott, thank you, Sparks. Big, big up, Sparks. Again, I would like to... It's interesting because people are like... Again, AJ Styles would be a great Rumble winner. 
because I want him to get back into that top title picture because he, I suppose, he's not got many years left as a main proper eventer being week in, week out wrestler. So I'd love to see a couple more years of him doing that. So, I mean, yeah, and I mean, that's not out of the question, you know, because you could, you know, with Elimination Chamber coming up, you could potentially get a situation where, say, Big E wins the belt at the Chamber and then goes on to face AJ at Mania. That'd be a great match. Um, yeah. Particularly when, you know, you've got Omos on the outside as well. You know, that 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 that, that could um, that could work that, really well. There's always potential for... Yeah. You know, that, 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 that's what I like about this summer year. There's potential for the belt changing hands and actually somebody who you wouldn't pick to win the Rumble and face Lesnar or Reigns, but you might pick to face somebody else. Yeah, let's grab my phone here just to double check something I've got on my notes. Um, oh, yeah, I think overall I'm with you, you on that, you mate. I'm for this one. Yeah, that's why I wrote. I, that's why I'd written down everyone that was in the rumble. <laughs> oh wow! Um, again, I think Austin. Another few predictions. Like I said, I think Omos and AJ will have an occasion again. I don't, yeah. I just see it happening. I see the AJ turning on Omos or Omos throwing AJ over the top. Omos throwing AJ over the top is probably the more likely of the two. But and then that's your feud for Mania. And then I see Kofi Kingston or Rey Mysterio, either or even Dominic doing something incredible um and I mean, surviving I mean, somehow i mean a, a ray dominic split oh i really hope they don't do father v son like that i mean they're I'd, going at some point yeah i just think if you're going to do that though you need dom to be like the young baby face do you know what i mean but you can't turn ray mysterio oh. heel yeah i i it, I see. I I don't see them doing it that way. Yeah, <laughs> I, that's I what see I mean. Them doing it the other I mean, you know, with, his, I, with his with his face on the cover of Two K Twenty Two, there's no there's no way that Ray's turning heel anytime soon. Exactly. I just I mean, I Ray, like, I've I, never known Ray to be heel. It just wouldn't work. It wouldn't work. It's Ray Mysterio. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I've met the guy. He's literally he's literally cuddled my dog. Yeah, what well, he's lovely bloke, is Ray. Um, so yeah, would you like genuinely in, in, in a in, in a world of assholes, um, i.e., wrestling, Ray Mysterio and Mark Henry are the two nicest blokes you could possibly meet. <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's just talk some potential. Who would not for potential because we don't know, but who would you like to see as a surprise return if you could get any? Who would I like to see? Yeah. Um, God, I mean, pretty much everybody's been fucking stacked, haven't they? Um, who, who, I mean, who would I like to see? William Regal. Yeah. Um, he's not there anymore. <laughs> Drew McIntyre and Finn Balor are obviously two sub- technically surprises because they're not mentioned. Yeah. Um, um, God. John Cena. Yeah. I'd like to see it. John yeah, Cena you know, always makes it. could come out to promote Peacemaker. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and again, I do see him at this point being at Mania in some capacity. because yeah, the, the, the Rock. <laughs> if, you, if, if The Rock's in the Rumble, I think I'd, lo- I think I'd text you and say, lo- we'd both use our collective shit. But like, if he's actually in the match, 
I think if The Rock's in the Rumble, I'd get very concerned phone calls from Connor at about 4am saying Alex is making some very strange noises from his bedroom. <laughs> and you'd be like, don't worry, it's fine. I understand exactly what's going on. <laughs> um, again, Santino would be a fun little comedy spot. Oh, um, I mean, I mean, I mean, why not Santino and Santina? Yeah, both of them in both Rumbles. Um, I, I guess Braun Strowman. I guess Braun Strowman. I mean, don't don't ever forget the year that Santino nearly won the Rumble. Oh, that, that was sick. And the good thing was he almost beat the the notorious real life twat that is Alberto Del Rio. So um, um yeah. <laughs> So that was a that was a great thing. Um, yeah, I wouldn't be yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if we see somebody that got released come back, um, because I think I, I could just see it being a Vince thing releasing them last year, and then going, oh, we need you for the Rumble, come on back. And we'll I think money. the one person that got released that I would want to see come back, I can't see it happening with them. Who is it? Is it Reeks? It's the Fiend. Oh, not the yeah. Fiend. Yeah, 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 the Fiend. Very white. Yeah, I think. I, 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 <sighs> um, big shame. I'm not going to talk about that because it still makes me angry. Yeah, that, exactly. That's not, that's not how you look after talent. Nope. Um, especially not talent that's still marketing and making you money. Yeah, it's it's a tricky. It's a it's a bad one. It's a really bad. One. It, it shows not, how. Yeah, it's not tricky. It's just a fucking awful decision. Yeah, <laughs> it, 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 yeah, it makes it makes it tricky to support this lovely company. Oh, I say lovely company. There are lovely people in the company. The people on top, maybe not so much. Um, if Stone Cold Steve Austin was on this podcast right now, he'd be he'd just say, "Hey Vince, don't know if you notice, you got two people calling you an asshole." <laughs> What's that? Yeah. When was it? When was it that you were growing your Austin? Was it? It wasn't last November, surely. But you had an Austin beard going at some point. It was. I mean, oh god, that was like yeah, twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. Yeah, that was twenty twenty. I had the Austin beard going. Damn. Time flies. Yeah. I, I. It's not the first time I've attempted it, and you know, I, I attempted it maybe about six years ago. Um. Um. And I remember I went to work one day, sort of wearing black, black trousers and a black shirt. And uh, a mate of mine at work is also into wrestling. Compared me to Ball Buchanan. Oh, or, or as he was called later down the line, B squared. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ball Buchanan, Mister Buchanan, B squared. God, right to censor. Whatever happened? Yep. Yeah, bring back Stephen Richards. Stephen Richards. <laughs> bring back yeah. Stephen Richards. Um, Stephen Richards. Mr. Buchanan, the good father, Mr. Morley. Yeah. Exactly. And bring back Papa Shango, because John really wants him to be at number three. Well, I mean, they can't technically do that because the good father and Papa Shango are the same person. Yeah. I mean, I mean they, they could, could do that. You know, could they do could that. do that. I mean, they could have literally the godfather, the good father, and Papa Shango all on the same night. Yeah. You could do a man. Did they do that? Yeah, they did that with Foley. Yeah, didn't they? They did that. Yeah, they did. They did that with Foley. Foley came out as uh, Foley came out as Cactus Jack, Dude Love, and Mankind. Uh, ninety-eight. What did I say? Yeah, ninety-eight. 
There we go. But yeah, I think there's a lot of moving, moving objects here that you know things get moved. It's very difficult to predict this one. It's not. It's our it's first wrestling. It so it's good. It's good. It's what makes it. So it's, it's good, it? it's what makes, you know, it, it is. It is. For 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 once, wrestling's fucking unpredictable. And <laughs> and you know and 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 not not because they've got a senile old man who makes bonkers decisions in charge for once. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they've still got a senile old man that makes bonkers decisions, but that's not the reason it's unpredictable. It's supposed to be. Yeah, I'm with you on that one, bud. Um, but all I'll say is I'm going to ask you one last question to wrap up the show, John. What do you think the likelihood is that we come on onto, I'll say uh, it probably Monday, uh, probably Tuesday's episode, because Monday will be the the what second year anniversary show. And I don't know if we'll have time on the Sunday afterwards. I don't know what's going on Sunday. I haven't spoken to Johnny about review times, so you might have to do it. It could come out Sunday. I mean, there is, no, I mean, I mean, what I would say is there is no Premier League football this weekend. Okay, so Sunday. So we, 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 we may well find ourselves doing it on Sunday at some point. The day that, whatever day we film it, it will be up yeah. except Monday. Let's say, because... let, let's, let's, say, let's say Sunday. Okay, so on Sunday, what do you think the chances are that we come on this show when we say... Goldberg, Goldberg. I mean, I'm not I asking. Never, I mean, I mean, I will never say that. But <laughs> I, I mean, I've sown the seed in your head now, haven't I? Yeah, and I could really and to see. To be it. honest, I hadn't, I hadn't considered it before coming on here to record. So I've now sown the seed in my own head. And it's and I'm scary. trying not to think about it because the more I think about it, the more convinced I'm making myself that, <laughs> that this is what is actually. Yeah. <clears throat> Goldberg. And then I'm gonna. It's unfinished business. This how you and we've got, got a Saudi show coming up, and the Undertaker's <laughs> not going to turn up for it. Can we actually, instead of having Goldberg versus Lashley, can we have Goldberg's son, Gage, Gageberg versus Lashley? Gold, Goldberg and Gageberg versus Lashley and MVP. I want MVP to go back to calling himself Montel Vontavious Porter. <laughs> That'd be great. Montel Vontavious Porter. I remember just, when, he, when, he, when, he, when he first came into WWE, he used to walk around in like a fucking Power Rangers outfit. It was quality. It, yeah, it was fucking hilarious. It was, it was like a sort of purple, blue Power Rangers outfit. Thing, wasn't it? It, 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 it was great. I loved him. I, I also loved him when he was in IEW, actually, because he was, he was in... He was like, he was like the... Um, the general manager of AEW for a while, and then he just... He was doing ECW. He was, was he in AEW? Uh, no, no, no. Uh, sorry. Um, oh, God, not me. Yeah, w uh, Impact, TNA. Ah, thank you. I thought that was... Yeah, he was general manager of TNA for a while and, and then until he, like, literally smashed the champ. Eric Young was the champ. He smashed him in the head and challenged him for the belt and whatnot. <laughs> that does sound like Impact. That does sound like Impact. Right. That's all, I know you would normally... Oh, that's, that's, that's somebody that could bring back. That's somebody that could bring back. Carlito Caribbean Cool. He likes to spit the face of people who don't like to be cool. Um, 
exactly. Um, this is one thing I will say. Normally, John, you end things by saying don't have nightmares. Unfortunately, there could be a storm brewing. So this week, we will not say don't have nightmares because the nightmare could be coming. But all I will say is, I hope you don't. I hope we don't have can a I, nightmare. Can I, can, can, I, can I think of something else to say then? Because like, because like, if I don't say don't have nightmares, and then our worst nightmares come true. Yeah, you know, you, me not saying it could be the final catalyst. <laughs> you know, as we know, as we know, Vince McMahon is a keen listener of the show. <laughs> he 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 may well absolutely love the catchphrase, and me not saying the catchphrase could lead him to spite us. You know, and and he go, well, I was I was gonna. I was going to have Goldberg interfere in that, uh, in that Lashley match. But screw those assholes. I'm going to have him win the Rumble. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. You're right. We're damned if we do. We're damned if we don't, isn't it? Yeah. I, I say go for it, mate. I say, cross your fingers okay. and your toes. I say go for it. Well, Please do like, before you we'll, do say that. We'll see you over the weekend for the review. Um, and we'll see you next week to the second birthday anniversary show. Um, but until then, don't have nightmares. Do sleep well. Please don't, Vince. Please. Goldberg. <laughs>